0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is QRP. Thanks for coming back to us this week. Uh, my name is Deck, otherwise known as Bad Juju. I'm joined by my co-host Ericode Wees. Hi, Tim. You, Tim? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good. Yeah, Ericode Wees, uh, or or as you know, as Tim. So yeah, both. But yeah, Sometimes. I'm good. I'm does good. Does anybody else? I wonder if anybody else does the thing that we've done where we have started calling each other. I mean, we've grown out of it in the last few years, but where we just call mm-hmm. each other by our gamertags for like a good decade. Yeah, that it was, was kind of weird. Was weird. It was a little <laughs> bit weird and it was a little bit, because um, it's not even like a shorter, like calling you badge or calling you deck. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, the not same even, syllables. it's not even abbreviated Yeah, yet. But like I, I guess it was more just the sense that, I don't know, you kind of just moved away um and left me in the dust um <laughs> it's for another podcast this um <laughs> and um and yeah i guess you know the only time we actually spoke was sort of over xbox just to sort of catch up which was on a daily basis um i guess just seeing you in like an xbox party was just how i sort of saw and talked to you and i yeah it was just weird i don't know I guess yeah I was just... no i think i think i think you're right is because I, I was at uni for whatever like four or five years so when mm. we spoke, we spoke <laughs> over Xbox. So that just stuck, yeah. and I think we changed our gamer tags, like when I had just went to uni as well, to what they are now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a uh, it's it's a good thing though because I I, I do think that um, Xbox uh, really did just help us stay in touch, like right? like just talking and playing games and stuff like that. Oh, um, for sure. Because it because when you know when you do uni when you you get your job and your job involves studying and working like yours does and you you know you've moved away you got other sort of stuff um it can be quite easy to like lose touch with people yeah Um, but obviously we've we've known each other for like for like 20 plus years um and i do think that's definitely just sort of helped us um stay in touch the the addiction (laughs) of gaming Uh yeah no 100 percent. i mean there there are friends that i have like definitely lost touch with a little bit because I just haven't been able to keep, you know, like, I don't, I can't see you in person that people move all around the country. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm supposed to be there. <laughs> I'm going to have some really, oh no. Okay, that's fine. I what? thought I was going to have some really, I thought, that because my notifications coming up, I thought, oh, I'll put a cool background on. And now it's gone idle. So it's just like yeah. oh you're 50 bananas of an achievement it's your thieves. <laughs> yeah you just need to, you just need to go on YouTube and like type in pretty uh like pretty backgrounds or something like that and just get like a yeah, 10 hour, hour, hour loop. That's, yeah. yeah that's what I do. Uh, 10, <laughs> 10 hour podcasts. Yeah. Oh yeah that'll do. It You just mute it and just have the <laughs> video playing. Um, yeah. But yeah how uh, how how have you been this week? How's 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 your week been mate? How has my week been? It's been it's been bloody hot. It's cooled down towards the end of this week, Hmm. thankfully, here in the old um, U to the K. Um, Other than that, I've just been busy, man. I've just been I'm trying to like play some play some of my sports more and stuff like that. So I don't know, but there's a lot of it, and then like I run out of evenings to actually like play games and stuff. So it's, it's just like trying to find a balance, but at the same time. Like I need to lose fucking COVID weight, so <laughs> I'm like oh. trying to do that. <laughs> Don't and I'm sick, all. yeah, because it's been so hot as well. I'm like coming out. It's like a half an hour drive for me to go to where I go to, like the leisure centre where I go and do it. And like on the way back, I'm so smelly, I mm-hmm. stink.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
0: disgusting. <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's kind of rank. I I have the same thing when I have like an away game for cricket. Uh, you're you're just yeah. out all day. You're super sweaty. Um, because of covid and restrictions like clubhouses changing rooms are off limits so we don't we can't shower uh not that i I, oh, right. I didn't always shower anyway sometimes i did depending if it was like super hot but yeah and then you just get back in your car and just your t-shirt is just sticking to you and you just yeah, like got yeah, like yeah. a 40 minute drive in your car and it's yeah it's horrible um isn't the nicest feeling but um, yeah yeah i okay, get yeah yeah this is like it's like a hot box like, it's gross i know yeah i know you're the same for you yeah you have to do like long drives back it's just it's gross um so yeah i've been doing that and then other than that it's just been um i mean there hasn't to be honest like there hasn't been a huge amount of xbox news this week there's been some like gaming news stuff and like obviously i've been really excited by um death store that happened this week and i'm excited to speak about that um there has been some like previews of psychonauts 2 as well so there has been some stuff that's happening and there's some stuff happening next week as well um but other than that yeah just been trying to (laughs) exercise and not overheat it's been quite busy at work as well but yeah all right other than that yeah sure we've been um yeah yeah it's been it's been it's been pretty good um yeah work as usual um sport as usual um cricket on the weekend, uh sort of thing. Um yeah, dealing with the heat. Um annoyingly enough, uh it really did I mean yesterday did turn out to be a pretty nice day. Um but the forecast was like really shocking. But then we actually got a really nice day of cricket out of it, which was good. But yeah, just <laughs> just boiling hot throughout the entire week when I'm stuck in my room on a laptop and I'm literally melting. And uh, and then it comes to the weekend, and it's just like, oh, you're gonna get some overcast, a little bit of rain. I'm like, oh, come on, I can actually yeah. escape my house now, and you yeah, fucking can yeah. give me bad weather. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty chill week. Um, and then yeah, obviously, um, Death Store came out, which uh, I was quite I was quite excited for. Um, I remember being quite excited for it. I remember watching a trailer for it quite a while ago. Um. It was ages ago, and I was like, "This looks cool." Like, I wasn't really sure what it was. I thought it might be like a rogue, rogue sort of game, but but then I was, you know, I found out it wasn't. But that still didn't really bum me out. Um, and then it was E three. They showed another trailer when Devolver had their like segment at E three, um, and it was there again. Yeah. And I was just like, "Oh, that's cool." And then we realized it was actually coming out quite soon. Um, so I had been waiting on that, um, but yeah, I guess. We're probably going to move on to talking about that a little bit later, so I'll save my uh, my opinions on that. Um, yeah, yeah, because, because I I uh, I did I did buy it and I have been playing it. I know playing a game mm. a- outside of Apex is uh, amazing. Very very shocking for me. You're such a cultured uh, gamer. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. You know, I'm really I'm really getting there. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, apart from that, you know, standard sort of apex throughout the week um getting quite excited for uh season 10 uh which mm-hmm. is coming up uh new legend new gun um it's shaping up to be quite a cool looking season uh hopefully mm. and i don't... hopefully a better battle pass i don't think you can get much worse than the battle pass that was this season so yeah they have been a bit weird <laughs> um maybe they ain't learned their lesson yeah, I don't know what they're doing for, like, maps. I think there's, like, some arena maps um, that mm. they're making. But yeah, I don't think just, is, like just... maybe there's a new point of interest, maybe a town takeover. Yeah, I don't know, but whatever. Oh, no, well, no they're changing. They're, like, shaking up World's Edge loads, aren't they? Like, oh, no, no, yeah, you're right. And oh, you're all like, right, the yeah, lava yeah. and shit. So, basically, World's Edge is going to feel, like, essentially like a new map. Like, it's supposed to be some pretty drastic changes, um, which is cool, because I do think World's Edge needs it. Um, it definitely started to get some uh, Skull Town vibes, where every what you drop city or you just don't do anything for the whole game. Um yeah. So it definitely needed shaking up, um, and I think it, it was quite a smart move uh, to do that. And it's definitely it's we don't need a new map. Olympus still feels very new in my eyes. Um, yeah. So when that comes into rotation, you know, it still feels like a very new one. But I, I guess this season is. Uh, world's edge king's canyon the first two maps isn't it in rotation yeah that's what they said yeah yeah which is uh which is a shame because i still think i'd rather have olympus over king's canyon personally um yeah i i don't i don't feel like i've got my time out of olympus quite yet um no i just don't see why they can't just have all three in in rotation right like, is that yeah. so crazy to ask? You know, you can... Yeah, you for cash, do... I don't understand why. But for ranked, I get it. But for... Yeah. Yeah, for, for for ranked, 100%, shaking up and just keeping one consistent map for the entire season is fine. I'm completely on board with that. Um, But, yeah, it just seems kind of weird for cash. You can't just... I mean, arena maps just rotate every, like, 30 minutes or something. Why can't you just have, like... um, Yeah, I don't know, like... A few hours rotation for every single map, or even just like a a few days, something like that. Yeah. You know, World's Edge for Jerry, three days, that Olympus. That reminds days. me. Do you, do you remember like the early days of matchmaking where like you would vote, like the lobby would vote on the map to play? Like you come map, up with two or yeah. three choices. Shit what system. The fuck? Isn't that Shit just system. so? That's so like archaic to even think and they, about. And they and they had a really stupid system where whenever you got the vote, it you it was always you could vote for the map you just played as well. Yeah. So sometimes you're always just in just the same map, so yeah. So if it was like Nuketown or something, and you just played on Nuketown, then you, you finish that game, you get into the lobby, and your next options are Nuketown again, or this or this, and everyone yeah. loves Nuketown. So you're, you're just stuck in some horrible limbo of playing nothing but Nuketown. <laughs> and I, I just... It's I Dreadful. Just, It was stupid. Why did they have a repeat map? Like, no, I just played that map. I want to play something else. That's crazy, yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, the whole voting map thing is not great anyway, but at least just give me two new choices rather than a a fucking repeat option, which everyone's going to pick. I was so sick of Shipment and (laughs) Newtown. Just get me off these maps. They're awful. I spawn and I die to a grenade. That's not fun yeah it's just it's one of those things that like when you're at the drawing board as a dev i imagine you're looking at it you're like yep great idea you know it gives uh gives power players to the more, people like, agent and more agency to the players in the lobby but then what actually ends up happening is that most players just gravitate towards the maps where it's just like high chaos and that's kind of it
1: yeah um,
0: exactly what a crazy um, time that was <laughs> yeah well it's it's sad. Uh, yeah, that was that was old school FPS days. But yeah I can't even cool. think of uh, the last um the last game that has done that, yeah. Maybe like COD 4 or something. But did the COD 4 remake do that? Did you get the COD 4 remake? I, don't know, you, I, don't think, <laughs> I, I think we did. We got it for that duos mode, didn't we? And we didn't end up playing it that much. That uh No that no, that was modern warfare not I I mean sorry, I meant the COD four remat remake. Yeah, that is Modern Warfare. Is it I thought they did <laughs> It's COD Four. I'm Modern not sure Warfare. if I'm being a Spud.
1: Yeah, I thought I'm sure. I thought they
0: did I thought they did a re like um they rebooted COD Four. No, so they yeah, they rebooted Modern Warfare and I thought they also did a remake of like COD Four of like the actual game. Oh. Uh maybe they did, yeah. Yeah, and I think they sold it with uh with, a, with another it. card. Yeah, with the new card, didn't they? I can't remember which one. Either way, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know if they had map voting back. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, not. I guess the the latest one to do that would probably be like uh, one of the Black Ops series or something. Black Ops Two, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think yeah. there was map voting in that. But yeah, crazy, crazy times. Crazy, crazy times. <laughs> Christmas times. so that's that i mean i've got like um ladies and gentlemen for my my notes this week there's been like some stuff that's happened this week that i want to speak over but there's also been like some stuff which is like kind of low priority and i figured we'll kind of just talk about it um because it's not necessarily xbox stuff so like if you you know you can see the timestamps stamps if, if you're watching on youtube and you're not interested you can skip past it um and then we'll get back onto the xbox stuff um but you know, it's relevant to the industry and I feel like it's it would be it would be silly to not speak about it just for the sake of like it needs to be signal boosted for a lot of this.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: the first thing is of course the whole Activision Blizzard. Imagine being Blizzard right now, imagine being acquired by Activision and now being caught up in this, or the other way around, because mm. it is Blizzard that's being accused, or is it Activision as well? It's both. It's it's both it's both. Yeah. So even better is to think about Bungie who like only you know when was it like 18 months two years ago like distanced themselves from activision and they've like been on twitter and like distancing themselves from it they're like at Bungie you know we don't tolerate x y and z and it's just like it's just funny because mm-hmm. it's got acquired by a shit company man but whatever so like the what's yeah. going on at the moment if for anybody who's not in the loop is that they are being sued activision blizzard are being sued because they are one in the same remember they've merged it sorry i said acquisition but it's it's a merger um being accused of frat boy culture with sexual harassment unequal pay and um, retaliation for like reporting and um for reporting it to like um managerial um so that's been going on did you had you heard about this throughout the week at all <clears throat> i have caught wind of it yeah um I did. I did read um some some articles uh briefly um not too much. You know, I'm sure you're going into it in a little bit more detail than I currently know. Um, but yeah, I just know some uh, some pretty not okay stuff is is going on over there. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's and this because this is like, it's almost it's crazy that I'm not even like. Shocked that another big industry, like another big industry member, is <coughs> involved with this sort of behavior. Because, like, you, Uber- but this has been happening. With like, Ubisoft recently, hasn't it? Like, Ubisoft mm-hmm. have had um, allegations of this sort of stuff going on. It's like, what? Why is it just because? I yeah, like I don't even know. Maybe it's just because like these are big organizations that aren't like regulated as tightly as other ones. Like, I don't know. Like this, it's yeah, you probably find in a lot. In a lot of big organisations, even outside of the gaming industry, this stuff does get lost in just a sea, a sea of people and paperwork, you know, it's it's just so hard to, to, to regulate and monitor all this stuff. Um, I mean, obviously, it's gotten so much better, you know, like with all these regulations in place and... Um, all that kind of stuff but it still does happen um in quite a lot of big companies i would like to imagine i have no facts um you know um supporting that but i would just i don't know inside of a a, any large organization i could probably see some form of this happening in the majority of of them yeah 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 and that's like that's the thing. It's just maybe it's because like I, we follow the games industry more, and I know like there are other organisations that obviously have these sorts of difficulties as well. But it makes me think like what is it about game? Like it's even smaller devs have kind of been accused of this stuff as well. Like Riot Games, you know, they make League of Legends. Like they've had problems with this as well. um mm. I can't think of any other more the top of my head. But like this isn't like massively uncommon, and and like it just makes me think: is it because like largely people who go into the game industry? are uh, they work mostly for of passion like the pay is for you know from what i understand like m- most like the pay for a lot of this until you get to senior roles is like just okay and you know we've all heard about you know crunch and burnout and all of that um and because of that you get a lot of like managerials to come in aren't really savvy or privy to the gaming industry and then just allow like these sorts of cultures to breed mm. but like maybe it's like because you're just like, exploiting people who are like doing stuff of uh, passion yeah i don't know whatever i'm just speculating but it's just yeah yeah it's obviously not okay and it's it's just stupid and i just wanted to cover it you know and and to take one quote from something you know which was obviously pretty, pretty shocking um and this is probably verging on a trigger warning but um the suit also points to a female Activision employee who took her own life while on a company trip with her male supervisor the employee had been subjected to intense sexual harassment prior to her death uh, including having nude photos passed around at a company holiday party, the complaint says. It's like, what what the fuck? <laughs> like, what just, sort of, like, cartoonish sort of villain do you have to be to, to allow that? Part, yeah, or Perpetuate I mean, that, yeah. I mean, what is this? I mean, they're supposed to be adults. I mean, Jesus Christ, you wouldn't even e- expect this out of a, a trolling teenager that's yeah. horny all the time and just can't really control themselves. I mean, passing around nude images and just, you know, just being, just discriminating and uh, it's, it's just, it's really just not okay. Um, yeah. And, you know, it probably sounds like it was probably going on for a while, right? Um, and it just got to a bit of a breaking point um, for this, for this person. So, yeah, yeah, uh, obviously absolutely just not okay in, in every way, shape and form. Um, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, all dreadful stuff, and it's, it's a bit of a bummer to start the the podcast out with that, really. But I can we can not speak about it, and I know all the other podcasts are going to be speaking about it as well. But it's um, mm-hmm. you know, this stuff is stupid, and I'm glad they've been sued because like they need, and like you know, they there have been emails sent out to staff from like the higher up saying like, oh, we're going to investigate this. Like this is not, you know, we won't tolerate this. This is not acceptable. But. I don't know, this shit needs to be sorted because it's happening. It's clearly happening too much and I don't, mm-hmm. I, and it, it, it's just a really bad look on the gaming industry you know, because I think we it gets quite a bad rep of being like quite um, unfriendly to women and minorities as well and then when this comes out that it's actually happening in the industry as well, it's like, oh for fuck's sake,
1: like <laughs> yeah, it just perpetuates
0: just... it mm-hmm. yeah, so. yeah, yeah it's <sighs> Yeah, I mean, there's not, really, there's not really too much to say, but it just needs to stop. Right? It just, yeah, it, Like you said, I'm glad legal action's being taken um, and whoever's responsible for it. Um, you know, I don't really know what would happen. I guess they would get some sort of time, right? <laughs> um, yeah, like I mean, if, if someone's gets, taken their mm-hmm. own life, yeah to 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 this right i mean i'm sure that's jail time and um you know which is quite quite justified um at the very least like uh, huge suspension massive fine all of that so yeah huge suspension he should be absolutely fired and blacklisted from the game industry completely like he just shouldn't be allowed to ever get a job in in the industry ever again yeah Um, totally any parties involved um yeah just make their lives as difficult as possible um from from this point onwards and i know this is somewhat ironic because like just on the topic of what we're talking about like um like women and minorities in gaming um overwatch you know being developed by blizzard is one of those games which has one of the the most diverse amount of gamers in because it has like a diverse collection of characters so and then this is a bit of a tangent but whatever i'm going there anyway and i understand the irony that this is a game that i'm talking about but when we're speaking about like inclusivity in the industry a lot of people get really weird about that like really weird um and you know a lot of people will be like "So something i i saw a lot of um, weird stuff about apex as well with um when with the, the newest character if you haven't seen is um like he's an african or nigerian dude um and people just get really weird about it. <laughs> like it's just yeah. so bizarre. So I know I just want to. What I just wanted to say is that like there's been plenty of studies on this. Is so that that shows when there are more diverse cast members. More diverse people are like more like to come into the game. So like it's not just there to signal boost or virtue signal. It's it's there because there are real world effects. People get onto it more. People feel more. Um, you know the barrier to entry is lower. Um, and so it's not just a bunch of white dudes running around shooting each other. You know, and it's um it's cool. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that in there because part of that. Part of that kind of culture seems to like bleed into the industry a little bit of people being like you know no women in my game and it's just like oh, shut the fuck up like yeah. it's just yeah, absolute sociopath like it's just weird so yeah whatever ran over yeah yeah <laughs> ran over <laughs> but it needed, it needed it needed to be said like you said so <laughs> yeah. yeah um so that's been happening sort of shit out Activision Blizzard Acti- I'm slurring Activision Blizzard <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, how angry you are. yeah uh whatever i hope i don't have to cover this again i just want this to be sorted because i'm so sick and tired of hearing about stupid stuff happening in in developers like publishers and under people's noses where it just shouldn't be happening yeah um okay ea play happened this week as we obviously know happened because we've already yapped on about um apex but there was um there was dead space dead space remake revealed Mm. You, you you, you see this you, you see this? i did i did and I'm a, I'm a big i'm a big dead space fan first dead space was good uh I, I mean they were all okay to be fair um they started branching into a different direction where they went co-op for the third one i think um mm. which we played a little bit of i think um uh did we or did i play that with my brother i might have played that with i, I my don't brother. think i don't think um, i've played it but yeah the 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 first dead space was great. um really, really good game. um and absolutely deserves a remake, in my opinion, um, because yeah, back back when it, when it released, it was quite a um quite a revolutionary game in the sort of like horror shooter genre because it kind of mm. did a really good job of blending the two together, which I don't think you saw too much of um back then. Um, and yeah, it had a perfect sort of mix of <clears throat> action and horror, and like loads of suspense and a lot of jump scares, all, all, all that sort of stuff wrapped up into a pretty cool sci fi package. Um, and I liked it. And uh, yeah, this new, I mean, I looked at the um, the card at the end, which was like Dead Space. Um, it did, it showed that it was next gen only, next gen consoles only, so yeah, that's also yeah, yeah. pretty cool. So that's going to be a next gen exclusive, um, and it's going to look crispy. And I think playing a nice horror um, on on that sort of on those sort of platforms will uh, will be pretty pretty damn cool. So yeah, yeah. I mean, do, do you know how much Dead Space I've played? Zero. Exactly zero. <laughs> <laughs> so. Zero. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, this is still exciting to me. I, I know a lot of people love it. Like, on a, on a couple of other podcasts, I listen to um, a lot of people, like, have spoken about how much they like it, particularly the first one. You know, they said it went a bit downhill in the second and third, but they were still fine. It just went downhill mm-hmm. a bit. Um, and, I mean, what do you, what do you think about the following statement? <laughs> EA, EA are beginning to turn things around. Yeah. And agree or disagree? I, I don't mean, have a stance on it. I don't know. It. Uh, I would I would say with the upcoming stuff, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean they haven't been great in in recent times. Um, so I mean with all with, with all their, um. With all their stuff coming up, yeah, I'd, I mean, I would agree with the statement that they're starting to turn it around. Sure, yeah. I mean, I don't really follow EA amazingly uh, closely, like a Hawkeye, but <laughs> yeah, I w- I I wouldn't disagree with the statement. I mean, do you? Um, I mean, I guess, like we're we're really good. Humans are really bad should i say at like identifying things how good things are the value of things at like an absolute level so when you see something like on its own and you just say how good is that you know it's hard to put a number on it what we're really good at is noting how good things are like relative to other things and relative to someone there's a particular other big publisher who is just just can't seem to get anything right at the moment and that publisher is Ubisoft. Ubisoft um, X-Defiant yeah. was a thing. We never even we haven't even spoken about it, even in, in the real life, IRL. X-Defiant. Mm. Did you see that? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? You don't even know what I'm talking no, about. I don't even know what <laughs> X-Defiant is. What's X-Defiant? That's wonderful. That is fucking wonderful. I guess that's perfect. It's proven your point okay. perfectly, I guess. So let, let me just wrap up my point before we come back to it. So... Yeah, I'm looking at what EA's doing the trajectory they've been on uh, versus someone like Ubisoft who has like been choking over and over again with like their big titles um you know breakpoint um Ugh. like far cry 6 like it's just like okay I don't know it's not getting like any huge reception is it um there's something else like their inability to like do anything with the Splinter Cell IP. I don't even like give a shit. I've never played a Splinter Cell game, but I know people want it and they just keep like putting it in mobile games and stuff. Um, I know there's some other stuff they've been doing, which has been kind of of shit. Um, I mean, I like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, whatever, I'll I'll treat that as the exception. Um, But EA by comparison have been like Jedi Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is now actually considered pretty good. Yeah. Um Knockout City. Great. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Good. And now I've got an upcoming Dead Space remake. And obviously mm-hmm. they canned um They did uh It Takes Two as well. Oh yeah, totally It Takes Two. So. That's um, good. So they're you, like they doing Battlefield. Looks great. Battlefield, yeah. They're doing quite a good job of like fostering some more indie stuff. Um with It Takes Two and like Knockout City things like that. Um, and I feel like you could make the argument that since having like put a nail in the coffin for Anthem someone up top has been like, we need to start turning something around, like the public image is too bad, like this is going to really damage us unless we start doing stuff to win back favour and that's obviously Mass Effect Edition was like, you know pretty much a guaranteed knockout unless they really like, like put microtransactions in it or something <laughs> he's botched it, yeah yeah um and i know you you could say something like a mass effect remake or um dead space remake are just like easy wins okay yeah maybe but the legendary edition is uh, i'm sure if you were someone who's already played mass effect and they're then going back to play legendary edition you'd be quite happy with all the enhancements like it, it does play genuinely really well it could do with a couple of like accessibility options i think like you can't control uh change the control scheme which does piss me off a little bit but you know other than that it's it's pretty stellar um and for someone like me who never got a chance to play those old ea games back in the day like i said i've never played dead space never played mass effect this is really good for me like i'm quite excited to play these um so i think you could i think you could make the argument that if anthem getting binned was ea's all-time low there was nowhere else for them to go other than up um and so they are kind of going up a little bit um in in yeah. my head i think they kind of are you know we'll see because they've done some weird shit before in the past and i'm almost waiting on a sexual harassment case to come out of ea as well <laughs> i'm just hoping i'm just hoping it doesn't happen oh, um yeah. so oh my god yeah so you know they've been doing all right and i'm i'm, I'm happy to see it honestly because I, I know there's sometimes people get caught up in like this thing and just like to say things are bad just kind of for the sake of it like they had yeah. they've had a bad streak but you know i think this is looking good um so yeah well before i move on to x defiant like do you are you in agreement <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i was uh, yeah i was in agreement where um yeah there was nowhere way to go but up. Uh, they are improving um and you know the the recent reveal of the dead space remake is cool um and battlefield is shaping up to look pretty pretty great um and you know they did a good job with the like you said, with Mass Effect and everything. You know, the last few things they've done and their last few projects and, you know, upcoming projects like Dead Space are looking pretty promising and have done pretty well. So um mm. sure. and yeah, they're and, improving. Yeah. And we know they're working on a new Mass Effect and a new Dragon Age, which are now like meant to be just like single player games, which, you know, is what they are at their at their core. So that's a good thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I do think they kind of um they're starting to uh to see see the the bigger picture here a little bit. Um and just yeah, just improve. So uh and I think they're doing that um yeah. slowly but surely. So, yeah. Cool. So I mean that's that and like I said with my long-winded point about judging value by, you know, relativity. Um X defiant. I can't believe you haven't even seen anything about this. That kind of shocks me. Google it right now. Google it right now. On stream, live reactions. (laughs) Jesus. All right. Uh, Let me just get my screen up. Uh, How was it? Literally just X defiant, or one word? Yeah. Yep. One word. Just like find Uh, a short trailer and just watch it while while we're live. Okay. Okay. Next Defiant trailer. Tom Clancy, yeah? Tom Clancy, of uh, The reveal trailer? Sure. How yeah. long is it? Yeah, sure. It's three and a half minutes. After three and a half minutes, yeah. just days ago. Yeah, just skip forward to the gameplay. You don't need to see the rest. You can watch the rest later. Just get... get. Let us know what you think. So, for those who don't know, Next Defiant is kind of um, Ubisoft's next kind of arena shooter. Um, first person shooter that, that got announced. And... People have been largely sorry. People have been largely, <laughs> largely unimpressed, um, <laughs> and also because it's like it's another game with just the Tom Clancy's label just slapped onto it. Um, but yeah, so you've seen Artic. what a good mm. okay free yeah. to play high octane shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean it looks getting? pretty it looks pretty uninspired so far. Mm. Tank. <laughs> okay. An assault. He's got a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. It just Oh god, everyone's dying so quick. What's this what is this TTK? Quite quick, right? It just I mean just Oh, okay, mm-hmm. so it, it's, it, it's kind of got... It uses clans from previous Tom Clancy games. I think there's meant to be, yeah. It's kind of like a shared uni- like Ubisoft universe, kind of. That's kind of the angle on it, but... Yeah, I mean... It looks okay, watched... <laughs> and that's that's the overwhelming consensus of the I like that in the internet. It's like it's fine, I guess. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's very it's very uninspired, isn't it? Like everything I've seen here, I've seen done before, um, yeah. And it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't look fantastic. Like the the the, the gunplay and the, the the sort of the. Yeah, like the first-person mechanics and movement and how it all looked and felt. It looked great, to be mm-hmm. really honest. Um, especially when you compare it to like obviously our favourite shooter, like Apex. Um, I mean, it's not even a it's not even a patch on that, right? Um yeah, exactly. So, so I, I, I'm guessing this is kind of like that arena-style kind of shooter. It's going for like a sort of Valorant or a um rogue company sort of feel I'm guessing that's kind of what they're mm-hmm. going for um yeah yeah it looks very uninspired and very um meh very lukewarm yeah. for me I've um I've got someone like maniacally ringing my doorbell so I'm just gonna go and check what's going on there so feel free to just keep talking to us about X define if you want oh god I'll only be th- I'll only be 20 seconds okay right, yeah that's fine um yeah I mean yeah it it, it looks fine. I mean, it, it definitely looks like it has all those sort of um, nice customization options and stuff like that. But, I mean, again, I feel like every shooter does that these days. You're, you're really not doing anything new when you, you bring that to the table. Um, and it's, were we saying X Defiant was Ubisoft. Uh, let me just have a quick look while, while Deck is doing that. Yeah. Um, text defiant uh let's have a look if it was ubisoft i mean it it would be right if it was tom clancy yeah yeah so it is ubisoft um (laughs) that does worry me in the sense of when you see all these um customization options and stuff like that it being ubisoft i'm 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 smelling microtransaction heaven um especially if the game is not looking to uh too hot i was i was literally just saying now now that you're back um i was looking at sort of when they were showing up all the customization options and stuff like that which don't get me wrong it's not bringing anything new news to the table every game yeah. does that especially free to play um i was just i was literally just looking at that and i and i just looked at ubisoft and then looked at that and then looked at ubisoft and i was like <laughs> this game's gonna actually ruin my wallet like isn't it <laughs> yeah i have a feeling yeah. it's, it's it's gonna just be microtransaction heavy especially if it comes out of the gates like really like lukewarm and not great they're just gonna want to just milk every penny they can out of it sort of thing um, yeah it's 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 one of those things isn't it because it's like it's just it's such a like competitive area like that genre so yeah. to see, like, another one pop up that, to be honest, doesn't really distinguish itself. It's like, why am I going to give time to this? Like, because i watch watched the gameplay. And don't get me wrong. Like, it looks smooth. Like, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it. It's just, it looks like COD. Like, I literally, okay. it looks like COD. It looks yeah. it looks like COD with a couple of abilities. You know, COD has been leaning into specializations and abilities for a couple of games now. So that's not particularly new either. Um mm i guess the whole shared ubisoft universe is kind of cool but like yeah that's okay you already have rainbow six siege like i don't understand like there's there's such an overlap in those types of games i know there's a slightly different audience because siege is a lot more slower and tactical but like it's just not needed it's not needed is it it's just it, it feels like they're they're just trying to wedge themselves into this uh into this genre uh to compete with the likes of um valorant csgo all that sort of stuff but then it's yeah. also not really the same because you don't there's no like purchasing at like, the beginning because does is, is valorant solely class-based or do you purchase guns and and equipment at the beginning similar to csgo Oh, that's a good question. I, I do think you I, purchase. I think you purchase. Yeah, I think you yeah. purchased. So I don't think this one looked like it was purchased, right? Like purchased at the beginning of the game. Kind yeah. of just looked like loadouts and class-based and stuff like that. So I don't know. They, they, they're kind of just trying to wedge themselves in to compete with these games. It's just not necessary. Um, Siege has proven to be so popular and really good and really well supported. Keep supporting that and, and make another one. That later, later down the line, it just seems so unnecessary to have a, a, an IP like this. Um, yeah, some cool ideas. Don't get me wrong, but you know the the overall execution just mm. looks very um very six out of ten. Mm. Yeah, there's just nothing that it's just, it's just like whatever. It's just nothing, nothing unique about it. And like I, I because I think it's weird. Ever since we had like, do you remember back in like twenty when was it like twenty fourteen? Whenever Overwatch came out. There was, like, this slew of hero shooters that just... Because, yeah. obviously, um, was it? Like, Team Fortress set that trend. And then Overwatch came about. Then we have uh, Battleborn. Um, there was kind of even, like, Evolve at the time. Had, like, a hero shooter angle. Of um, and I'm battle. pretty sure... Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's more I'm forgetting. And then, And then it got, like, a, a lot of... A lot of games tried to, like, become a bit more hero Like, COD, like, you know, we started getting specializations and stuff. That was a bit more, like, hero-y. Um, yeah. And then we had a bit of a lull. And now it's kind of come back again, like, you know, with Apex. And and pe- some people are, like, quite fatigued by it. I think that I love, like, I think it's a way more interesting way to do most shooters. And so I do like the hero angle on, on it. But, like, none of the characters are really... It just all looks like bland military shit. Like I don't know. Like none of it looks interesting. Um, yeah. And I, and yeah. I po- I posted this on our Twitter the other day. You can go follow us on on Twitter at um, uh, forward slash Quick Resume Pod. Um, and I said that I feel like hero shooters allow for some really cool uh, characters to be made, like with more detail, more lore, like more like artistic. Um, freedom and creativity than you would maybe usually see in it in any other game, you know, maybe not single player game, but like as kind of a middle point, just because like the devs get so much time to like each hit person you play as has to be treated like they're going to be maimed by someone. So it's gotta be someone who like looks really cool. Like all their abilities are like in line with that. They've got a cool backstory that explains why they are the way they are the voice actor, you know, and all of that. So I think there's a good argument that that stuff is for me. I think it's very, very cool. Um, but this just none of it's clicking for me here. None of it's coming together. Yeah. It's so it's it's all just they're just faces. Faces on paper. You don't care about them. Which I think is where um, Apex really excels. They 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 do exactly that. They release these characters and they they build them up before they even release them. You know, they introduce them as as lore into other characters and stuff like that, and then they release them. Um and they all have such unique designs. You could look over any legend in in Apex and they all look so unique and so different. Um, and sure, you, you have your standard, like, Gibraltar has his bubble shield, you know, so you do have your boring abilities in there that every single, like, hero shooter would have. But then you also have some really experimental ones. I mean, like... For crying out loud, like when they introduced like the Revenant as like the murder robot and stuff like that, the synthetic, I did not think his ult would be a totem that you put down and you turn into a zombie and you just you can just run at people and then when you die you get sent back to that totem. Like I you give me a a thousand guesses and I wouldn't guess that as his ultimate. You know, like they're very creative with these sort of things and you know, each character is packed with voice lines that interact with other characters and stuff like that. And yeah, you're just, you're, you're not going to see that with with, with X Defy. It's just going to be some, some fucking dude that's just like, hey, nice. And that's it. Got him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, it's very, it's very uninspired. Um, but for sure. And like, I'd, I'd even say someone like Pathfinder in Apex, which was like in base, you know, like a, a physics based grapple you know, to grapple you around the map. Like, I know... Yeah. I know we've seen, like, a grapple stuff now coming about in uh Battlefield and 2042 and, like, obviously in Halo. And I guess it comes back to Titanfall a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, without going into it too much. Yeah, it's... um, I... None of... Yeah, none of it looks too interesting. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to totally write it off because I don't want to be that guy that's just hating for no reason. But, like, it yeah. doesn't, like... Like it looks like the gunplay looks smooth like you know maybe i'll give it a go if it's a bit more interesting it's i mean it's free to play but you know it's just from what i'm seeing it's like why am i playing this over any other shooter i like yeah. i need to you know especially with all the competition coming up at the end of the year you know you got halo you've got battlefield you're gonna have another card even though supposedly it's a disaster but you know they're gonna be there mm, yeah so yeah that's that um, yeah. That's X-Defiant. And also, what a shitty name. <laughs> like, yeah, X-Defiant. Yeah. XD. I don't even know what it even means. Yeah, what what so, does that so, mean? It's a bad name. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's that. Um, I want to talk about, as well, kind of... Well, so, so for EA Play, we also had um, Battlefield 2042. Uh, Portal was announced as well, which is mm-hmm. kind of like a custom games... Like multi generation Battlefield mode, I guess. Like, not not every generation, I noticed. No, yeah, not every generation of Battlefield. Some really popular ones from previous. There was like some from three, some from four, some from Battlefield Bad Company two. Yeah. Um, No one, which was quite surprising because that was all like very in the past and stuff like that we thought that'd be quite cool to mix that in with modern but i mean maybe they will in the future but for launch, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm sure they'll cater for, for every single um battlefield game like 100 they'll probably include even um which was the one where you it was the cops and robbers Battlefield hardline battlefield hardline yeah because there was some pretty there was some pretty cool game modes in there uh, i actually quite enjoyed some of those game modes um where you have to like, mm. steal the money and bring it back to your vault and stuff like that they'll include some of the, they'll include all those universes so you can create custom games around all that sort of stuff i'm sure just not immediately a launch yeah um, yeah yeah. but, yeah. but i think it's cool man i'm liking this i feel like we're seeing mm. maybe maybe not i feel like we're seeing a bit of a resurgence in kind of this custom game mode kind of thing and i only say that because the other game i'm thinking of is forza uh, with mm-hmm. their play, you know, their their thing. And obviously Halo will have a focus on custom games and forge. Um and I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Like they, they were going on the pat not the patch notes, you know, the um article or whatever the for the announcement, they were speaking about like the possibilities and you can have different um, armies from different eras go against each other. So, like, some of them will be like you know World War One, some will be like modern times. It's just, and you can do weird stuff where it's like a team of ten with assault rifles versus a team of forty with just bayonets, just things like that. Yeah. Um, and there's like community maps as well. Um, so, I think this is cool, man. I think Battlefield 2042 is um, shaping up to be cool, and it's, it's catching a lot of attention as well. You know, and I'm saying that as someone who has never really, I've never really been opposed to Battlefield, but never really cared like I'll jump in and out like whatever. Um but mm. it's it's I think it's it's catching my attention, man. You know, I've got uh you got my attention. Yeah, yeah I have to admit it's the first battlefield that um I mean I've I've bought and played a couple but it's the first battlefield for a long time that I've actually sat down and like tried to follow and like keep up with the news and stuff like that. Um because it, yeah it is it is catching my attention as well. Um and I think they're they're pouring a lot into um trying to grab your attention because they are they are trying to justify this this price tag aren't they over free to play titles that are coming out yeah um and i think they're doing a really good job at it and i think battlefield portal is probably um i i don't know how much they've kept that under wraps i don't know if you're like a huge battlefield fan if you've if you've known this has been coming for years or something like that they've been they've always liked it as an idea, I don't know, or if they literally just threw that out of the blue um, and no one expected it, but I had no idea something like that would be in, in Battlefield 2042. It was a complete surprise to me, and I think it's awesome. I think it's really, really cool. It's just, and it'll be a nice break from from the, um, you know, this real realistic sort of shooter simulator game you're playing um, all the time. Uh, it'll be a nice break just to Fuck around and just yeah uh, have another game mode to just separate that little bit more serious competitive, uh, big scale war to just a a fun silly mess around with your with your mates, a small group of mates, or open it up to a larger community that so they can just download yeah. your map and play it. Um, I think it's awesome. I think it's really really cool. Yeah, I I mean I think I think you could like argue that um like the rise of like Online, I want to say that like online party games. Like mm. Among Us, like Fall Guys. Um, I'm sure there's another one. I'm Gang guessing. Beasts. Yeah, Gang um, Beasts, things like that. What was the other like, one? It he- proves... uh, human Fall Flat, all that sort human of fall stuff. Flat. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think it proves that there is still like a market to like capture. Even in like the hardcore gamer, Um, not just the core cool gamer. That there is a market for that like mm-hmm. people like being able to like play seriously but then also have those times where you're just like you said just kind of fucking about um mm-hmm. so i think yeah i think you could definitely attribute it to, to, to the rise of those games for sure um yeah it's nice it's nice yeah 100% yeah it's definitely a game mode um it's definitely something i'll dip into uh quite a lot in in 2042 so um I'm it was, a, it was a big surprise to me, and I'm, I'm very glad it's there. Um, and again, that's just uh, you know, I feel like my my the money is just levitating out of my wallet to buy this game at this point. Um, it, it, it just looks really cool at the moment, right? So it's a busy holiday, there's a lot of there's yeah. quite a lot of stuff coming out around holiday now. Um, yeah, expensive <laughs> yeah. holiday, there's gonna be an expensive holiday. Game share yeah. for the win, and hopefully, games pass, but we'll see. Um mm. Cool. Next up, I mean, this was something that happened last week, but I, and we didn't really get a t- chance to touch on it. And I don't really know if you have any opinions about it. But there was like a whole thing about Netflix, like uh, saying in their financial report that they're looking to move into video games. um, And then there were some like leaks and rumors that maybe PlayStation were looking to partner with them. um, But there's like not been any validity to it. And a lot of insiders... No, like don't are kind of shaking their heads a little bit so i don't know but like i mean what do you think about this idea of like netflix moving into video games they've said that they wouldn't charge anymore so it will just be part of the netflix subs- subscription okay i mean they always say that but then i feel like my netflix subscription has gone up uh every year for like the last three years so That's true. <laughs> um they'll probably just say stealth rise it um yeah <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. You yeah, know, it's 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 hard to say. Netflix are a really, obviously a massive, massive company, um, and they have a great like tech stack, and um, you know the software they use to to run Netflix is is fantastic. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they can, yeah, move that into video gaming and stuff like that, it could be kind of the next thing for video game streaming i'm assuming they'll probably go into that sort of like video game streaming sort of area yeah um and it, it could be the, the the stadia that never was you know um so yeah it, it's very exciting um well, it's quite it's not very exciting it's quite exciting like at the prospect of what it could be but i don't know it's 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 hard to say and these sort of things will take if they like partner with like sony maybe it'll take a little get off the ground a little bit quicker but these things do take quite a while to sort of get going as well it's not gonna it's not gonna launch and be shit hot like straight away um yeah so well i i mean i think i think they've said as well that they're looking to just focus on like um like mobile games to begin with because you know Netflix is in everyone's pocket already, you know, like I, they have yeah. the app on TVs, but that's, I don't, I'm not really sure how that would work yet. Unless I know there are some TVs you can like hook controllers up to via Bluetooth or whatever, but I don't think we're quite there yet without like proprietary, um, like plug like a stick or a gaming, you know, plug and play stick or whatever. Maybe they'll do something about like that. Mm. I don't know. Cause they don't have a console. It's ultimately like what I'm getting at. Um, so yeah, you know, it's an interesting move. We'll see how it goes. Um, it's obviously the first kind of well maybe it could be the first sort of games past competitor really um uh-huh. i mean it it's just wild though like if you think about what's been happening in the industry in the last five years and particularly in the last two years the amount of money it's just been so exponential you know it's just gone up and up and up you know from mm-hmm. um amazon trying to get into it google trying to get into it now netflix Xbox buying Bethesda, you know, PlayStation making acquisitions themselves as well. Um, there's just so much money flowing around in the industry now. You can tell, um, but yeah, Activision it's Blizzard booming. that merger as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll see Netflix. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we're now moving into like some of the more Xbox-related news, and the first part isn't. I mean, it sort of is. In so Sumo Digital, um, huge UK developer. They they're somewhat they've got loads of different teams across the UK. Their main HQ is in Sheffield, and they've been known to do like support. Um, they do a lot of like a support studio, but they also do make their own games as well. Um, they're best known for they made Crackdown Three. So, um, yeah. They did Astro's Playroom for PlayStation, which was obviously received really well. Um, they recently released Hood. Which, unfortunately, is kind of dead on arrival. Um, But they also did Sonic Team Racing. So, you know, they do have, like, this long portfolio. And that's just, like, their games that they've made. They do loads of support stuff as well. Um, And Tencent have recently acquired them um, back at the beginning of this week. Um, The overlord Tencent is starting to get a bit scary. I don't know. Maybe this is just me being biased because... If it was like someone like Xbox, I'd be like, "Yeah, cool." But I guess when it's Tencent, and I know Tencent have like a really bad reputation now, I'm kind of like, oh, "I don't like that they're acquiring so much because they acquired a couple of other studios the other month as well, but not not as big as mm-hmm. Sumo." But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's it's quite a big um, acquisition, I guess. Um, you know, Sumo are a big. Uh, studio Um, they're a bit they're a bit 50 50 with uh, their releases especially those games we just uh, listed Um, yeah but yeah I don't know how much they've helped out in in all these support projects and stuff like that and you know if if a lot of studios are asking for their help in support you know they must be pretty pretty talented um, to sort of uh, be asked to help on lots of different projects and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so um yeah yeah it's quite a big it's quite a big acquisition and i guess we'll just sort of see what what comes of that but yeah yeah I, i mean i and i think like you know the biggest concern is that tencent have a bad reputation for making their games like mobile games um lots of like gacha mechanics and gambling mechanics and things like that and I can only hope as the years go by, this sort of, sort of stuff gets regulated more and more. And, you know, but we are starting to see it happen. I think places like Belgium, I think there are a few more places as well, like have straight up made it illegal. Um, so like, you know, like for example, so for a lot of these games, you know, if you switch your region to Belgium, there'll be another mechanic in place. Um, I think. So yeah, like if you buy the Battle Pass and Apex and switch to Belgium, all of the packs get replaced with crafting materials. And as you level up oh. instead of game packs, you just get crafting materials. Um okay. so like that gambling mechanic is not allowed there, it's just straight prohibited. Um so this stuff is being looked into. Uh, we'll just have to see how it goes. Because I, I don't like the idea of that this shift of like that shift towards mobile games. I don't think many people do, but yeah, it's something to keep an eye yeah. on for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um awesome. So this week. Uh, We had uh, some Psychonauts 2 previews. I don't know if you saw any of them, but like loads of like journalists um, and um, not insiders, I guess. Yeah, just journalists and enthusiasts or whatever um, got to play like the first four or five hours, I think. And a lot of them uploaded some videos on it. And it was pretty overwhelmingly positive, really positive. In fact, did you see any of this? um i did see that this all happened and went out but i didn't see any sort of like videos and people talking about it so much um but i mean it doesn't surprise me you know we've been we've been quite excited for psychonauts and every time i see it i feel like it it definitely it gets better and better so it doesn't surprise me that it's being positively um received at all so it's great yeah, and I think like it was more so the case that a lot of a lot of outlets, like not just Xbox or Windows outlets, said that they felt it could be a game of the year contender. Um, like so the the, know. you know, the um previews were that positive. You know, the general consensus I understood was everything was kind of amazing. Like it looked really good. The script is really funny, very clever. You know, obviously the level design, very funny, very clever. It's all very responsive. The only thing I heard was that sometimes the combat can feel a bit stiff um like it's not bad it's good whereas the rest of it is kind of amazing um yeah so yeah and i mean that i I guess i was expecting it to be really good but this sort of response is um is obviously above and beyond so you know i'm really happy Mm. for double fine and i hope they you know i hope it's this is reflected in reviews when it comes out because they've this is the first game they've had the full support of the full backing of xbox from really I guess it's not full support, but you know, in the last, it's been delayed like years and whatever. But it's it's clearly got a big boost, and that has resulted in this platform disparity um, as well between all the uh, between all the between all the consoles. So, like, and this has caused a bit of controversy as well. Like, always, is the bloody case people are arguing about pixels and shit. Um, yeah. But what is essentially the case is that when the game was it started as a crowdfunding project for those that didn't know and when that was happened it was promised to come out on Xbox 1 PS4 and PC those were the platforms that were promised um since double fine's acquisition Xbox have said here's a blank check go and make this the best game that it could possibly be um and so obviously on on those lines i don't know if it's just because Xbox have prohibited it or Double Fine have just said let's direct the money towards Xbox consoles. The and we've known this for a while. We've known Psychonauts two will not run natively on the PS five. It will only be accessible through backwards compat from PS four. And as a result, that means the Series S and the X are both running better than what it's going to be running on the PS five, um, quite substantially more. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, there will be a. 120 frames option for both the S and the x there will also be hdr support and vrr support variable refresh rate as well which none of uh neither of which are available for ps5 so it's like you know uh i can't say i'm hugely surprised xbox are going to be marketing this as an exclusive it's not but they're going to be pushing it as their game um and you know if you're a big fan of psychonauts 2 and you want the best experience of the s and the x both run it better than it or any of the other platforms. So that's going to be the place to play it. Any sort of surprises there for you? Uh, no, no, like you said, it, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, yeah, we're marketing it as our game. Um, you know, we've, we've helped fund it as, um, as our game and improve it. And like you said, make it the best game possible. So I think it's only right that, you know, it does just have that edge on our platform. Right? Um and you know it is—it's—it's it's, it's never nice to to shaft another platform, but I mean you know it gets done by everyone <laughs> at the end of the day. With there's everyone's been a defender in in this regard, um. Mm. So and, yeah, yeah, and then that's the thing, like, because we don't know the whole story. I don't know. I like I said, I don't know if it's just because you know the team at Xbox has stepped in and been like, look, we don't want you making the PS5 version as good as the Xbox, or like we know it's a pain the PlayStation backwards compatibility is a pain in the ass like we know it is we've heard it across multiple devs we've seen the way it's like it may impacts the performance of the PlayStation 5 so I reckon at some point when they were weighing up you know should we make a next-gen optimized version and push the release date out further? They were like, well, for Xbox, it's going to be you know easy-peasy. We'll have it done in a week. For PlayStation, it's yeah. going to take us three weeks, and that's going to cost us money that you've given us. So Xbox was like, no. <laughs> no, yeah. don't fucking bother. Keep that money. Put it back into our version. Make it better. Um, yeah. So yeah. if it was like as easy as one, two, three, you know, I'm sure they would... Well, I, mean, I don't know, but I you know, it may be the case that that might have been the factor that has stopped them doing it. but yeah, no, yeah, I actually, I, I kind of agree with that, with that theory. Um, that probably was it at the end of the day. Um, and yeah, you know, there's no reason why we should, we should fund um, development time and and effort into another platform to run it as well as ours when we're marketing it as our game, right? Um, yep. You know, we're nice guys. Philly's a nice guy, but he's not, he's not, he's not really going to do that, is he? So, um, yep. But Yeah, doesn't surprise yeah. me and cool. Yeah. If you if you like Psychonauts yeah. and you like the way it looks and you want to play it, then Series S or X is your best option. And obviously S is your the cheaper option. So, yeah. And it still runs it It's fucking it's... awesome. I'm surprised it has a 120 frame rate option for the for the S. Yeah, so. Yeah. I mean it's PS5 is still running at 1440p 60 frames. So, you know, whatever serviceable Series X, yeah. Series S is at 1620. Uh, 60 frames or 120 if your Xbox can handle it. Uh, sorry, if your TV can handle it. And then uh, it's 4K in Series X. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's that. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting for the reviews to come out, really. This is coming out at the end of August, I believe, you know, in the long, in the line of what we've um, described as a banger month. Um, not necessarily just a live, but over the next sort of 30 days, you know, we've got, we had um, Death's Door, we've got the Ascent coming up, uh, Flight Simulator, and then Token 2 over, over this next month. So, yeah. Fingers crossed for the team, I'm sure it will review well. Um we'll have to do a a review prediction before um on the episode before. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sounds good. Right, we're back to Death Store. So you're I haven't played it yet, so you're you're Death Store boy. So give us um give us your breakdown. <sighs> okay. All right. You guys have been waiting all episode for this. I know. <laughs> we're an hour and five in and we've hit it. Yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, I've been playing something other than apex. Um, I've put, I've put about three hours into it so far and I think I'm a a solid 25, 30% the way through the game. So, you know, you're looking at your sort of eight to nine hour experience, um, which is pretty, pretty nice considering it's a 15 pound game, right? I think 15 pound games, that's quite long for a game that sort of size. Well, I mean, just Um, to, sorry i don't want to break your flow but if you just think about some some games are coming out nowadays but single player action adventure games 70 quid 15 hour experience 15 20 hour experience yeah. you know at 15 exactly. pounds you know it's like what a fifth of the price maths help yeah. no nope, about a fourth uh, yeah fourth, um yeah fourth. <laughs> about a quarter of the price um for yeah pounds. so yeah i don't that's good value sorry yeah go on yeah so it's yeah it's 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 pretty decent value um sort of adding that up and and you know I I think that's if you just kind of blitz it right to the end as well it's definitely um the level design and the the art style is phenomenal um it's really really good the music is also really really good um, I've heard that but it's it also just never chills out. <laughs> it starts to get to you a little bit like it's just it's constant it it, there's no like it doesn't ever like die down and go into like a more chill melody it's i mean i'm sure it does in some places but the majority of my experience is uh, i'm just like this is constant like this is this is some pretty um it's it's nice sounding music don't get me wrong uh, and it fits the atmosphere but when you're doing like an entire thirty-minute level and it's just constant piano playing and constant <laughs> just going on, it's it's it's, it's a bit much. Um, Do you know, what, but I felt the, I, I felt the same way about Doom. Um, I know people like love that soundtrack, but I just it just I found a bit obnoxious. It like never stops. It's like oh my god, yeah. I had to turn the game down at some points because it just like so much bass and like yeah. heavy guitar. Yeah, so I know what you mean. Yeah, so yeah, it but it is it is lovely. It is lovely music, um, mm. and uh, and sound design overall, and um, the yeah the, the the levels are great. So it has like your, um, you know, I'm going to do the thing and say oh, I'm going to compare it to Dark Souls, but it, it it's very, <laughs> very <laughs> it's it's the sort of thing where they just give you a big level, uh, and you know you, you it gives you loads of different branching paths, and you go there and you're like oh I can't. Do anything here clearly i come back here later when i got a new ability or something like that so you kind of like map it out in your brain and then you know you advance through the level and you're like oh am i gonna have to go all the way back to reach that part but it's like you don't because eventually you reach a part where you unlock a shortcut to then reach that bit and then mm. um and then you you kind of got like your own um the, the doors you find doors every now and again that allow you to go back to this hub which is essentially like you know when you travel back to your um safe space in dark souls to like talk to the woman and level up and yeah deposit yeah. your souls it's, it's it's essentially that you go back to your um your like hub to like spend your souls or whatever they're called in that game i think they actually are just souls um um at this place and then yeah so those are essentially your checkpoints and um and then you reach all these different areas that you pass and everything, all through shortcuts that you unlock as you go throughout the game. It's all like just one interlinking level, um, which is great. It's it's it's, it's cool. pretty cool. Um, and the the health is also quite an interesting mechanic where you um, obviously you just have your standard four hits which you can improve uh, and get bulkier, but like you get these little seeds which you can plant in pots around the map um, in loads of different areas, and then you just you, you plant it. And then you eat it and you get full health and then the plant kind of dies. But then if you come back there later, the, all the plants where you planted all your previous parts, they grow back. So you essentially just plant the your little fuck? health plants. You, you plant like health <laughs> plants like all, all, all around the map, like these nice little checkpoints. Um, and then you use them but, and then they kind of grow back so you can go back to them um, and stuff like that. So it's quite like interesting. Farmville. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Well, what um, an odd mechanic. Okay, cool. I mean, is it? Do, does it yeah. add to the game? Like, what does it? Does it like force you to like travel more than you would and like explore more than you would? Well, it's just a, a little bit, but it's just kind of nice to to know that even if you're at full health and you're you're passing an area that you're now going back to, and you planted your know, little health plant there earlier, and you you go in there and you get knocked up by a few enemies, whatever, you come back and you just eat that plant that you know that was at that place you you might have planted that like four hours ago and you never used it but it's kind of like you're just you're almost like planning for the future and like at every point you you have a nice little health vial if you need it um Mm. and at most sort of areas where you go you go back to like a sort of hub area like i don't know you walk into a building and it's like there's three locked doors so you have to find the keys to all those doors. So eventually, you spread off into your paths. You find your key. You come back to that main hub area. You unlock the door to go through. In in a lot of those hub areas, you've got your, your like a pot to plant, um, your, your health plant in and stuff like that. So it's it's really easy to like when you've done your perilous journey, you have got the key, come back, uh, you unlock the door. You just have a little eat. You know, you have a little eat, you get full HP again, go through the door, you get another <laughs> I'm snack, come back, you're, 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 you're hit again, but your plant's growing back, so you heal again. But yeah, it's it's quite an interesting health um, mechanic. And I have to admit, I didn't realise, I thought they were one-time use for the longest time. So I was like holding on to my seeds and I was always just like, okay, I'll plant, eat, and that's it. I guess that's the mechanic. And then I came back and I was just like, this thing's... This things growing back and I was just like do these I was like do these grow back like do I need to be planting these all the time um but yeah so it's nice. it's quite interesting um and and yeah so the what's impressed me most is is the level design um, and those small little mechanics like that um, and uh, and yeah basically the the kind of story is your you play as like a crow and in this universe, these crows, these birds, and stuff like that, you're, yeah, you know, you're called reapers, and you essentially just go to, you get like, um, you have to like get souls, like evil souls or bad souls or whatever like that, um, and they're done in like contracts. You get given a contract to go get a soul, um, and bring it back, and those souls are what power more doors to go to open up Mm. these doorways to get more souls, so it's like a continuous cycle sort of thing but the the thing is is if you if you got a contract and you open up a door if you at that point time stops um standing still for you because you you kind of once you open a door then time flows normally for you so you like age um you get old fat you can die you become sort of mortal i guess but then when you finish that contract and the door closes then that clock kind of stops for you um okay yeah so it's 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 a little bit weird and basically the story so far is that um yeah i you you open up a door for a contract and your soul that you were going for for the contract kind of escapes and now you're on like some wild goose chase to finish your contract um and until you finish your contract, um, are you you know you're kind of you, you you age and you you can die and stuff like that. So you have to you have to you have to close your contract sort of thing. And there's like some big overarching story. <clears throat> I don't want to spoil it. Um, but yeah the the things I'm not too impressed with, which aren't negative, I wouldn't take this as a negative experience, is the combat is a little bit. It's it's very standard so far from what I've got. I mean, I think I found some daggers now and I've got your standard sword that you start with. Um, but it's nothing you haven't seen before. You know, your three hit combo. Um, you've got a charged hit, which does more power. You've got a roll and you can hit immediately after you do a roll sort of thing. Um, but those are sort of like your four moves, essentially. Um, and you just go through the level just using that three hit combo um, and rolling to kill your enemies. It's nothing too exciting. It's crispy. It works well, but it's not doing anything particularly new. Um, can you can you deflect projectiles back? some yeah yeah some you can yeah you get right. people throw spells at you and you can hit them back and stuff like that. Um, and and you have a bow as well. And I just got a spell. I don't want to spoil it, but I did just get a spell. Um, okay, but, cool. you know I'm like I'm like thirty percent the way through the game, and I just found like my first spell sort of thing. So. There's, there's, there's not many i think there's probably like four i think they're all in, like hidden though the aren't they? Game. yeah from so, what i read there's all like secrets yeah yeah so you do have to you do have to explore to find them yeah so you could go an entire playthrough and not find those daggers that i found um mm-hmm. i found that on a completely branching path just separate to where i should have gone for the main story um and I was just like, oh, a new weapon type. And I was like, nice. Cause I was even starting to think that. I was like, I'm 25% of the way through the game, I'm still using the first weapon. Uh, and then I found that just exploring. So um, but yeah, so it hasn't blown me away combat wise. It's good, it's crispy, and it works really well, but it's not doing anything inventive. It's not it's not blowing me out of the water in that regard. Um mm. But it, it it makes up for it with its with its art style, its level design, um, its music, and you know a fairly interesting story, um, you know fairly interesting, um, it's definitely out there. So, um, mm. yeah, I'm enjoying it. That was quite a long-winded cool. expert explanation, but i no, I'm no, that's good, man. It gives us a taste. So, I mean, just for anybody who doesn't know, you know, when the game first came out, it hit a 90 on open critic. It's since come down to 88, um, which puts it at the best. It, it's so far the highest rated new IP released this gen. Um, mm-hmm. It puts it at the same score as Ratchet and Clank um, from a team of two. Um, so, I mean, in score wise, like, what are your thoughts um, at, as um, of right now? As of right now, I'd probably give it a little bit lower than what it's got. I'd probably give it about an eight right now. Um, But I think once I get more weapons and more spells and the puzzles and the levels become a bit more intricate, because the the puzzles are good as well. There are quite a lot of puzzles Um, Mm -hmm. and they're they're well designed. Um, But I think as all that improves and your arsenal just gets bigger and you get more powerful, I, I can see the game, you know, evening out and averaging out at that sort of high 80s, 90 mark. Um, yeah. Because right now, I'd probably give it an 8. And I'm at the point where I don't have that much to my character. Um, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. only He's only got more to grow. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with the scores. And as of now, I'd probably give it lower. But I think as I progress, it will go higher for sure. Makes sense. Okay, cool. Well that's that's good to hear about. Thanks for that. Thanks for your breakdown. Um yeah, I'm I'm exi- I'm excited I'm excited to play it. Um it's it's looking really good. Um I mean, it's, it's I said last week on the podcast that it's um it's a full exclusive. Turns out there's actually quite a lot of uncertainty around it. I don't really know. Nobody seems to know. Like usually they're quite clear in that they call it a console like timed exclusive or something, but they haven't been using that terminology. So maybe okay. maybe they just created like an open-ended um, contract with Acid Nerve or Devolver Digital, you know, like if it does really well, we want to renew it a bit longer. Um, mm. Which apparently is the hip new thing to do nowadays, you know, looking at you, <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven Remake and fucking Sony. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. You know, I don't doubt this will come to other platforms at some point. It's just a question of when rather than if, um, to be honest. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm really happy for those for those guys. Um. Mm. So next up, um, this week Bethesda announced that uh, they're bringing custom game worlds to Fallout 76. Again, don't know if you saw anything about this. Um. So you can make custom servers for you and uh, and your mates to to go into, and you can make custom rules as well, um, for it. Um. So up, for up to 24 people. Obviously, your experience and your stuff doesn't carry over to like the public server. Um but I think this stuff is kind of cool. You know, I the end the, the thing that I just bring into my mind as like a comparison is like ARK and we've got some friends who go on ARC and will sometimes like go in custom servers and alter the settings so that it's funner for them. You know. Mm. But that's free. I ca- that is free, Arc. yeah. It's not whereas you need a fallout first subscription, which is a bit yeah. shitty. You do need a full out first subscription, which is to be honest, kind of expensive. I'm hoping at some point. Like, with the cash injection from Xbox, they they just need to be like, hey, you know, everything that was part of the f- subscription, you'll get it for free now, guys. Or just, like, everybody who has Games Pass get it for free, you know? Something like that, because they don't need to be doing this, to be honest. Like, I know... I don't know. I know some, like, MMOs and games of this nature like have a subscription that you can opt into, but this is so expensive. It's like 100 quid a year or something, and it's... Yeah... It's and like really that's on expensive. top yeah that, that's on top of an already like crammed like market like um like microtransaction market so like I yeah whatever I don't know so it's a shame that it's locked behind that but I like that they're I like the idea of a cartoon in a custom world I think that sounds kind of cool I think that's would be a good way yeah. to get people into it um which is why they should make it free but yeah it would draw more attention to the game right um and it'd get more downloads and more users if they just made that free. But they did put it behind a subscription. But it is cool. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it shows that they're trying new things and they're coming up with new ideas. And um, yeah, I do think that would be really fun. Um, not, I mean, we've been talking about potentially going back to it. Uh, it's definitely not something that I'm going to buy a Fallout first subscription for, though. No. Um, so hopefully they do change that. But nonetheless, it's a cool idea. Yeah it's something I would like consider doing if we managed to get like a group of people on not, no, I wouldn't pay for it, but I like, was, it's, it's something I would consider doing if yeah, like there was four or six of us. So like, Oh, should we just, should we piss around in fire 76 for like the next few weeks? Yeah. Let's go yeah. to custom world. Let's just like do whatever. So we don't have to bother with PVP or yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it, it should be noted that like only the host needs a fallout first subscription for this. So only one person does it everybody else can join oh. without, i guess i guess that's slightly better yeah i guess yeah. yeah so yeah that's that um the coalition had a talk at gdc um about unreal engine 5 and their experience with it because they're as you know they're very very savvy with unreal engine because they're like part of their like team dna is from epic um from before when they used to make gears of war um so there's a lot of that team are very very intimately familiar with that engine um and i think they are doing another one maybe over the next week um that was supposedly going to be like have some screenshots of their new ip in the works but um just very briefly to like get an idea of how powerful unreal engine 5 is a whole xbox 360 character so the amount of pixels and the amount of like processing power that went into a entire character. So think of a Marcus Phoenix and his little shitty bandana. Um, the same amount of pixels that go into that can fit into <laughs> the eyelashes of an unreal engine five character. Wow. So Marcus Phoenix in your eyelashes. That's sure all what I've that. ever wanted. I, it's exactly. It's a dream come true. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty crazy um, to think and the, the, I mean, it just gives you a sense of scale, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's mental. It, it's pretty exciting to to see what you what's capable with with that sort of engine. Um, and shit's going to just look phenomenal on it, right? So yeah, I mean, they they even like make a comparison here to um, like Gears Five. They said like this fifteen times the number of triangles in the average asset from Gears Five, and Gears Five was, and Gear and Hivebusters obviously like really like some of the best looking games still on the on the console market um they look great yeah so 15 times the number into that is is bonkers so it's it's one of those things that like as we roll more and more into the gen and you know this happens every generation but as we do things will become um just start to look better and better so yeah it's all um, it's all exciting to hear about um but marcus phoenix in my eyelashes is really the main takeaway there absolutely yeah (laughs) that's the timestamp right there yeah phoenix in your eyelashes <laughs> everyone will go to that part of the video to so just be like what does it mean <laughs> what are they talking about yeah what, fucking what is nonsense that? again yeah chimney <laughs> cricket okay um and as our last story um we have um ju- just yesterday um the newest inside infinite came out uh, like I like said before this is the monthly article 343 put out for the updates around the game and they're mostly m- mostly uh, mostly speaking about flighting um which <sighs> this has got to be happening in the next week or two um yeah. and they spoke about sort of their goals with flighting what they intend to do and you know like what they intend to get out of it um there were some really nice screenshots in there. If you want to go and have a look, um, it's on Halo Waypoint. Uh, if, if you fancy it, for anybody listening, um, game continues to look very crisp. You know, no, no different from what we saw at E3. Um, but what the big takeaway was that the first flighting they're going to be doing is going to be focusing on bots. Um, so, if they do one in the next week or two, whenever it is, um, it will be. You can go into the firing range against bots, which have four difficulties. I think they said it was Recruit, Marine, ODST, and Spartan. Those are just the the difficulty names. Um, So you can go in the firing range to do all the stuff there, and you'll be able to play Slayer with other people against bots. Okay. So that's like their first test, and then obviously they'll scale it up to other people as the tests go on and on. Um, So yeah, according to the article, the bots are actually kind of, challenging so i mean we'll see but um this has got to be right around the corner man yes yeah especially that's a very uh early sounding flight um sort of test you know if you're just playing against bots that's just like stage 0.1 right um and like you said they're just going to kind of scale up um and if if they're looking to release the game around holiday time um you'd like to think um, a flight this early testing such such early features just to basically make sure it kind of runs and you can connect to servers and actually just, yeah, I don't know it's, um, it will need to come out quite soon for them to scale up and still do testing for more advanced stuff and release around late this year Mm-hmm and for, for God's sake, like the last thing we want is another Master Chief collection. I know that's like hanging over their heads forever, but it was dire. So it was know. awful. Yeah. I'm glad. Get on. I I would encourage everyone to sign up for the flight. Everyone to use it. Stress test to the <laughs> give, give them data. Give them data. Yeah. So they can work on it. So they can improve it. And so we can actually have. Our... I just don't want it delay again. I don't want it delay again. Everyone test it. I want this yeah. thing to function I don't want it to have an MCC and I don't want it to be delayed again so yeah I'm encouraging yeah, everyone exactly. to give them data give them your firstborn anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, they also said that they're they're um, interested in seeing how players move through the UI for like battle pass and stuff so I think you're gonna be able to unlock like a restricted part of the first battle pass and stuff like that just to make sure yeah. that that's all working so I mean nothing hugely surprising um I guess it's yeah. not maybe this is um I'm assuming this is gonna be Battle Pass day one, which honestly actually isn't that common. Like usually games don't come out with it on day one, usually they wait a week or a month mm-hmm. or something and then um so maybe that's the case. Um Yeah, maybe. I guess it makes more sense as well, because supposedly like the progress is shared across campaign and multiplayer. So like you'll make progress towards battle pass even when you're doing the campaign, so mm-hmm. yeah, works for makes me. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, but other than that, it was it was a fairly um dry post. They they spoke about like some more stuff of like what weapons you're gonna be able to use, um, which isn't all of them, but quite a lot. I mean, how many are here? Uh twelve. Some of them like the skewer, that Ooh. really cool banished, yeah. you know, like the giant um harpoon gun. Yeah. That's the one, yeah. Um, the bulldog, that sort of like fast firing shotgun. Um, sniper, carbine ravager. I don't know what that is. Um, uh, the Ravager, that was... Oh, that was, that was a little shotgun yeah, pistol. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's also something here yes. called the Heat Wave, and I don't know what that is either. So, cool. Us, well, those are all the guns I'd probably want to use and test anyway, because they're the new ones, so... Cool. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm into it. Um, And I think, like, none of this is on NDA, so, like, there will be loads of videos, you know, by the time this is up, and... um, It's good, I think... I think that game feel is going to be really important. That first impression of just how it feels is, is going to make a big difference to how people are feeling about it. Um, I mean, Halo Four and Five both felt good, so I don't really doubt that it's going to feel bad. But I think what I'm trying to say is, like, I think this could generate a lot of excitement um, if it's feeling good. And twi- you know, there's lots of videos floating around and Twitch streams are saying, you know, you could. I could also imagine like a lot of people fucking around with the physics and the sandbox as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, running yeah. around and, like, being able to do all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, grapple hook, you know, if that's in there as well. Like, just showing off that sandbox, and I think that could create a lot of excitement early on, even if it's just against bots. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Any gameplay will be exciting. Yeah. It'd be nice to just get my hands on it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, we'll see. Still no release date, and we don't have release date for this first flying. As I say, it must be coming right around the corner. I reckon they want to... Um, give us a release date and a flighting date at the same time. Um, Cause it's kind of like, you know, it's coming out November 16th, play it now. If you've signed up. Yeah. Um Yeah. And that gets people quite invested. So, um, and we'll have to see, uh, but you know, they're still waiting on, a, well, supposedly waiting on a COD release date before they announce um, when their date is. In. And November's starting to look quite crammed. I wouldn't be surprised if they push it back to December, like early December. But you know, we'll see. Whatever. It's um, mm-hmm. over the next month. I reckon we find out. That's my that's my pledge Great to pledge. you. Mm. Quite the pledge. Quite the pledge. Okay. Well, um, I mean, other than that, um, that that's all the news for this week. Um, I don't have anything else to go over. Although I did want to say that I played a bit of Monster Train on X This is I really should have spoke about this earlier, but I was playing. Monster Train last night. I'm um, on XCloud with um the touch controls, and it's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty nice. pretty impressive. You know, it was a bit laggy. You know, it cut out every now and then, but you know, it's no biggie. For the most part, it was um pretty functional. I was just quite just I was just surprised. Uh, generally how easy it was. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to bowl that out at the end. <laughs> no, nice. That's that's fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Great. All right. Well, um, I don't have anything else to add today. Do you have anything else to add at all? uh no. Apart from follow our socials and like the video, and or do whatever you do if you're listening to it on Spotify or any other platform. Don't know if there's. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're we're waiting for um for some questions in the comments. (laughs) So if anybody feels like being brave and being the first person in the comments, um, do head there. Give us give us something to speak about. We need ideas. Um. And we'll, we can answer any of those questions in future videos. So other than that, yep, do subscribe, please um, like, uh, follow us on Twitter as well. Um, and other than that, we'll, we'll speak to you. We'll speak to you next week. Mm, yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.